the first definition of a mother is to bring up a child with care and affection. We mother at home, in the classroom, as therapists, as case managers, and mentors. I'm Christian, a mother of three at home, a mother of the teen girls that I mentor, and a mother of the hundreds of students I've had in my 10 years of teaching. Passing the Crown podcast was created for the mother in you. Join me here bi-weekly as we tackle topics that will help us help build the next generation of strong, amazing young women. Hey, sisters. How y'all doing today? Okay, I hope I need you to be really telling me how you doing because we just have to check in with ourselves. Yes, I'm having a good day as well. Very good day as well. Okay, and if you were one of my sisters that replied that you're having a rough day or something of that nature, sister, let's take a time to do some in and out breaths and I will do them with you because I could stand to calm down myself. Inhaling in this meditation guide that I've done, the person tells me to exhale until I feel like I have literally no more breath in me. And I don't know what it is about that, but that makes me feel like I'm emptying out so many things. And then when I inhale again, I think about all of the positivity that's replacing the emptiness. So let's do that one more time. I'm going to breathe in and then I'm going to breathe out. Keep breathing. Breathe out until you feel like you let all of your breath out. Again. Exhale. Okay, sisters. Let's shake it off. We got moves to make, things to do. And I applaud you, my sister. Because even in you not having a good day, you still decided to show up for you and your daughters and the girls that you service. And I thank you for that. Thank you for showing up for us. Thank you for showing up for yourself. Quote this. You do not have to be perfect. Just show up as the best version of you and commit every day to work to be a better you and better for your daughter. Today, sisters, I want us to jump in a conversation about being a role model while still being yourself. Sometimes... We can feel like I'm struggling, I'm the worst person, um, I'm nobody to look up to because we think that we just do everything wrong. Maybe you're going through trials and tribulations and challenges and struggles and you're just feeling like you can't get it right. And sometimes when we're feeling like we just can't get it right, on top of that feeling, it's like, how am going to teach somebody else? How am going to show somebody else when I can't even get myself? So today, I want us to think about the fact that I don't need to be perfect to be a role model. I just need to be myself every day, working hard and continuing to try to be better. In my own life, I have struggled to find my place in different points in my life. 
I can remember being a young girl and just seeing other young girls engaging with older women. And I literally remember myself saying, I wish I had somebody to talk to. I wish somebody would talk to me like that. I wish somebody would want to hang out with me like that. So I want to say that girls aren't looking for us to know it all or to have it all. Girls are looking for our attention and our time. When I was growing up, I went to Girls Inc. It's a program that a lot of us are probably familiar with. And my mom faithfully made us go. My mom worked a lot. And I can remember us going sometimes after school to the girls club. And definitely in the summers, we spent most of our time at the girls club. And I remember this one lady, we're going to call her Miss K. She was such a bright person to me. Like just everybody loved Miss K. Okay. Um, and I would always feel like, man, Miss K so cool. I like Miss K. And Miss K, y'all, would never try to be perfect. If Miss K did something wrong, she was laughing it off, telling us about it. Just, she was just a person. And you would begin to like her as a person, not for perfection, not because she got it all together. It's just like a, she cool and I like her. She makes me laugh. She's down to earth. All of those things. Fast forward to my adult life. I'm not sure if I've told us this before, but I have been wanting to be a teacher my entire life. So I have a few teacher stories of female teachers in my life that made me want to be like them. So in my classroom, when I'm engaging with my students, all of my students, but specifically my female students, I make sure I let them know that I am far from perfect. I let them know this with my words. I also let them know this with my actions. I show them who I am. Sometimes I make mistakes. I don't always do everything right. But the thing that makes me a winner, the thing that makes me stand out is because I know I have places to go, things to do, smiles to create, and things to make better. I got stuff to do. I have this one student. <laughs> I have this one student who I love like a gym. This student particularly gives other teachers a run for their money for a lack of better work. And sometimes they might say, "Ooh, I don't know how you deal with that one right there. But I can stand here happily and say that I can deal with her because we have a different type of relationship going on. Example, teachers will typically say, oh, she's so loud. How can you even stand being around that? In my classroom, when she gets loud, I simply say, ooh, no ma'am. I, I would love to hear what you have to say, but you don't have to yell it at me. That makes me not wanna listen when you're loud and you're yelling. You could just talk to me regularly so that I can understand. And a lot of times what I'm realizing is my little baby, she just, she's naturally loud one, okay? <laughs> she just likes to yell. But she gets even louder when she's excited and she wants us all to know something or hear something and she wants our attention. So because I'm a little bit more patient with her, I'm able to be a good role model for her and talk to her. 
and I just blow her off. I was a role model because when she's loud, I explained to her why we shouldn't be loud and how it creates barriers when I'm loud. I'm also a role model to her because when I'm talking, I practice not being loud. When I'm talking with her, I bring her attention to the fact that I'm not being loud. I might say what I have to say and then I'll say, didn't you like that so much better because I wasn't yelling in your ear? Now, don't get me wrong. I don't do that all the time. I don't overdo it. Sometimes when you need a little help, it can start a search. And you're going to go searching for all of these great gems that are going to teach you what you need to know so that you can be the best at what you're trying to do. Well, sisters, your search, it ends here. We have created the Girl Guide, the facilitator's manual to working with teen girls. Click the link in the show notes to get your copy of the Girl Guide. Trust me, you're going to love it. You'll read about topics from dealing with compassion fatigue, dealing with difficult students, and even have activities on how to build confidence in girls. My friends, stop what you're doing now, go to the show notes, and download your copy of The Girl Guide. The Facilitator's Manual for Working with Teen Girls. I know you'll enjoy. But anytime I can sprinkle that in there, I sprinkle it in there just so she can see. Look how we're talking and we're not being loud. In addition to that, when I have moments in the classroom and I see her having nice conversations, ooh, even outside of the classroom in the hallway especially, if I see her and she's walking with people, and she's being low-volumed, and she's not her loud self, I always give her a compliment. I see you, girl. That's growth. Thank you for not being loud. It looks good on you. At home with my children, they see the real me, like all the time, okay? It's no sugarcoating with your real kids because they see you, girl. So with my oldest son, I communicate with him a lot. Like, I wanted this to go this way for me but it didn't and this ended up happening so now I'm gonna have to try to do this to fix it a more concrete example a few weeks ago I did not do the best managing my money from my paycheck and I forgot about some things that I needed to get but at the time all of my money was gone so I couldn't pay for it and of course it hurt my feelings to have to tell my son nah baby I'm sorry I can't and it hurt my son's feelings too because he like, mama, you already said I could. So I used that moment as a teaching moment, okay? This is me being a role model to him because he sees that I just failed at something. But he, he, but he also is getting to see my mature logic as to why I may have failed and where I messed up. He's also seeing my mature logic on how I'm going to try to fix it. In addition to that, he's also seeing my ability to problem solve, which he is definitely going to pick up. Look, look at us role modeling because mama, I'm sure you do that same thing too. So back to the example, he wanted this thing. I originally told him that he could get it. 
once all of my bills was paid, my money spent, he reminded me of it. I'm like, ooh, I, I'm sorry, I can't. I literally took the time to show him the money that I had coming in, the bills that I had to pay at the moment. I explained to him what had recently happened that had took my extra little money. And I just let him know, like, okay, so see, if you see, I'm kind of in a hole. So as much as I would like to buy this for you, I just kind of came right now because that's going to make me go deeper in the hole. Some people may feel like he 11. Why are you explaining all of that to him? But it's the role model. I have to show him. I have to tell him. And once again, it's just all in me being an example. Because he's going to see that, dang, my mama don't got no money to buy this stuff that she told me that she was going to buy me. But I had to take the time to explain it to him so he can see. What I learned from my experiences are three things. These three things are things that I believe help me to be effective when I'm working with my daughter and the young ladies that I'm assigned to. Thing one, talk to them, plainly stated. I'm not going to make it seem like I'm this perfect model and I never go through or do anything out of order. Kids want to know us. So share stories with them from your childhood, from your adulthood, things that you may have went through that caused you to learn different things. Share those stories with your children. That's going to help them know you more and learn from your experiences. Me sharing stories with them and teaching them things through my life experience, it also helps you to build connections. Someone is going to be more willing to look up to me and to want to follow after me if they fully know and understand me. So don't be afraid to open up and share some of those interesting, funny, scary, sad, teachable stories that you had growing up. Thing two, be the adult you want them to be. Once again, we're not trying to be perfect. We're just trying to be a good example. So if I want my kid to be a good um, manager of their money when they're an adult, then me in my adulthood, I have to start practicing being a better, a good manager of money when my when my daughters when my kids see me working hard at something I'm they're picking it up automatically show them your weaknesses and your hardships but also let them see you diligently trying and not giving up back to the example that I gave with my son with the managing of the money that's something that's very important to me and I want my son to be a way better manager of his money than I am so when I have good times of, oh, I managed my money well, I share those moments with my son. I, I literally give him all of it. I let him know what happened, how much I saved, how I was able to do that, what I plan on doing with the excess. I, I tell him all of that. And it's all about him seeing me trying he's seeing me so the good things that I'm trying to incorporate and in what I got going on he's going to start picking those things up and they're going to become natural to him number two be the adult you want them to be thing number three be positive sisters we have to remain positive no matter what please let's remember that our daughters are looking up at us 
when they see us, they see their first example, their first role model. They want to know us. They want to follow us. They want us to show them some things. So let's be happy. Let's be positive. Even in the hardships, we're going to show them how we continue to try, how we continue to do. And the more we continue to try and the more we continue to do, the better people we will be. So my friend, you are already a role model. Thank you for being here again for your daughter. Thank you for showing up for the young ladies that you work with. They need you. We all need you. Thank you, dear Lord, for giving us confidence in ourselves. Whatever it is that we need, oh God, so that we can be better role models for the young women that you have placed in our lives. Thank you for guiding us through and to those things. Thank you for not leaving us or forsaking us, oh God. Lord, we need you every second of our day. Show us what we can do. Father God, to feed into our daughters and the young women that we work with. Thank you for giving us patience, strategy on how to give to them. Thank you for being in our lives, oh God, so that we can show these young women you, oh God, because that is ultimately what they need. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your love and care. Thank you for blessing our young ladies. Thank you for blessing their minds to be receptive to the ways that we want to love on them and teach them, oh God. Thank you for giving us the knowledge on how to love and teach them the best, most effective way for them individually. Let us not try to take over what, what we think we know, oh God. We give you control over our situations. Thank you for moving in our life. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. I want to recap our three points again on how I can remain myself while still being a role model. Thing one, let your daughters know you. Share stories that you've experienced through your life that have taught you things, that have made you who you are. Show them your personality. Two, be the adult you want them to be. You don't have to be the perfect adult, but they need to see you trying and doing your best at being the adult that you want them to be. Thing three, be positive in the process. Remain happy, remain joyful, remain hopeful. You got this. You can do this. I love you, sisters, again. And um, I will holler at y'all later. Bye.